Welcome to Fundraising Fundamentals. This is the Chronicle of Philanthropy's penultimate monthly podcast. I'm Tony Martinetti. This month, fundraising from Gen X. What can you do to tailor your fundraising for Generation X? My guest is Dara Royer. She is Chief Development and Marketing Officer for Mercy Corps. Mercy Corps partners to put bold solutions into action, helping people triumph over adversity and build stronger communities from within. Dara is at DaraJoy22, and the organization is at mercycorps.org. Welcome, Dara. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. This is a great topic. I'm excited to talk about it. Excellent. Thank you. I'm glad. I love the excitement. Uh, Let's define Gen X so that everybody's on the same page first. So sure, Gen X, uh, there are 60 million Gen Xers in the United States. They constitute 25% of all Americans. And uh, they uh, were born between 1960 and 1980, so it's a pretty large demographic. 25% of the population is Generation X? Uh, 25% of all adults in, adult, uh, the, in adult. the United States okay. are yes. Gen Xers, and uh, many of them are highly educated. They're in a high earning potential group, uh, and so they're an important group for us to be paying attention to. Outstanding. All right. Your, your first suggestion tip is to tailor your content to them. What do you have there? So fundraising and marketing 101 is tailor your content to your audience and your desired goals. We all know that. Well, this audience, at least we've seen at Mercy Corps, responds to a different type of content than many of the other donor groups that we speak to. So the majority of our donors seem to respond to softer content, stories about beneficiaries, let's say, or or people that we've helped. The Gen X audience, on the other hand, seems to respond to facts, figures, news and information. They want to read our research papers and they want to understand policy. And that makes a lot of sense because this is an audience that seems to be more skeptical than other audiences. So you've got to give them good, rich, meaty, factual content. So this is where impact reporting becomes very important. Absolutely. And we've all heard that and understand that you need to tell people and show people that the impact of their giving on your mission. This is particularly important with this audience. And so the message here and the key takeaway is you need to have balanced content, so both story and impact measure. And particularly when you're catering to this audience, you need to show them the numbers. That's what they're going to want to see. And what do you do for the the facts and statistics? How do you convey that to to the Gen X? It's a great question. you can certainly serve it up in terms of a by-the-numbers report where you're just listing out some of the, the goals and the impact measures that you've had. But we know in this day and age, uh, particularly with multimedia, the more that you can show that to people, use of infographics, uh, use of uh, photography with information over it so that it's really media and content rich, the more people are likely to to pause for a moment and pay attention. And obviously, we also have long-form impact reports as well. So we know this audience wants to go deep on on your information. And you mentioned their skepticism. How does that play out? How, how How did you come to learn this? 
So, so this is, you know, I think relatively well known from uh, research firms that that talk about Gen X being the neglected middle child, if you will, that uh, this audience grew up questioning, uh, grew up wondering. Uh, they got a lot of that from their parents. And uh, we know that uh, they're not likely to just uh, understand and, and take what you're telling them as fact. Uh, you, you really have to show them. You really have to go one step further. And uh, to our, our earlier discussion, that's exactly where that impact reporting and some of the longer form uh, opportunities really come into play because they're not just going to trust uh, one single number. You're going to have to show them. Right. Okay. You have to overcome that skepticism. Okay. Um, what, what else? What's your uh, next idea? My next idea is that you need to really be focused on engagement first. So uh, this is an audience that is not necessarily just going to give you money right out of the gate. They want to engage with you. They want to roll up their sleeves. They want to get their hands dirty. So for organizations like Mercy Corps, to be honest, this can be a bit of a challenge. Uh, we're a global organization. As you mentioned, we work in 40 countries around the world. We're on the front lines of humanitarian crisis and trying to meet urgent needs and build a stronger tomorrow. The bottom line is most people can't come and see our work firsthand. They can't necessarily be volunteers. And so that's something that we've had to try to work around. We've had to find volunteer opportunities here. We've had to find ways for people to feel like they're able to engage in our mission in ways that both benefit the, the donor or the potential supporter and also benefit the organization. And uh, I imagine for many organizations that's not necessarily easy. But if you're in an organization that does walks or runs or has peer-to-peer -peer fundraising opportunities, those are things that I would recommend that you look at in terms of uh, a first touch point or a way to get Gen Xers involved in your mission. Hmm. Interesting. They like to get their hands dirty. Okay. Uh, you want to share one example of what you've done to try to make this as, as real as possible? You bet. So uh, Mercy Corps uh, has a global headquarters in Portland, Oregon. Uh, there are many people that come from even outside of, of Portland to visit, and we have a Mercy Corps Action Center here uh, where people can come. They can really experience our mission, and we give them a variety of ways when they're here to get involved. Certainly, if they're uh, Portland or Oregon residents, they can volunteer with us. We also connect them to ways that they can raise money for us so peer-to-peer -peer fundraising, or we ask them to be ambassadors for us, uh, to share our content, to sign up to get our news alerts, and uh, to, to tweet out or to share out uh, the information that, that we are posting on our social sites or sharing on our social sites. So we really try to give people an opportunity to uh, be empowered, to be an extension of our team. And that's new for us. Uh, in the past, uh, let's say there was an earthquake or a global emergency, people would call up and say, great, I want to go. How do I get involved? Yeah. And our message was, was often no, and we needed to find a way around that. And so this has been our solution. Okay. And you're getting good feedback? We are. We're getting good feedback. And, uh, again, we're still learning and developing here, and particularly with our corporate partners. Uh, many of them have Gen Xers on their staff. Uh, and on their teams, and they want ways to be able to support us. And I think that's going to be the, the uh, 
next phase for us is figuring out ways to really get them involved and are there opportunities to bring them to the front lines of, of where we work. Uh, there's more exploration and development that we need to do there. I love Portland, Oregon. I spent like five or six days there. Um, and uh, just a wonderful food scene and the beautiful river. And there was, there was a rose festival, I think. It was on the river. Uh, and I learned that it's Oregon, not Oregon. There's no, e, <laughs> there's no e at the end of Oregon, I've been told. Um, well, well, Tony, next time you're in town, I sure hope you'll, you'll swing by the Mercy Corps Action Center and check us out. Dara, I will, because I, I, I'm definitely going back. I just, I, I just love the culture there and the, the vibrant city. It's really, really lo- wonderful and uh, terrific food scene. Um, well, I'd say that uh, Port- Portland is definitely infused into the Mercy Corps DNA. You know, we're, we're known for marching uh, as a city to the beat of our o- own drummer, and that's certainly the case with Mercy Corps. Uh, we say we're not your grandmother's aid organization. We do things in, in different ways, and I think that's part of the reason why we've actually really been trying to understand Gen X, too, because... Uh, a lot of people are, are not necessarily understanding that, well, they may not be your highest value donor today, they will be your desired donor tomorrow. And uh, so for, for, for us, uh, while others are maybe turning a blind eye, we're saying this is a generation we want to be going after and engaging. So you're, you're uh, part of the keep Portland weird culture. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm I think m- that's uh, fair enough. Yes. Okay. Uh, you just alluded to it that uh, your your third your third tip is that this is a long game with Gen X. That that's absolutely right. Most fundraising organizations turn to the same types of of metrics, right? They're going to look at uh, how many donors are giving, how much are they giving, and they're going to cater to the ones often that are giving the most today. The truth is that's a uh, lagging indicator, and potentially you're not going to know that you have a problem in your donor file uh, until it's too late. And so with Gen Xers, you need to be looking at different types of metrics and understand that they're not necessarily going to be the most engaged right off the bat. They're not necessarily going to give you the greatest amount today, uh, but they're going to be an important group for you tomorrow. And, and I'll tell you, one of the things that, that we looked at here is that Gen Xers trend more toward monthly giving than some other audiences. Oh, interesting. And we all know having a robust sustainer program and robust uh, number of monthly givers, really important. And uh, this is a group that, again, research has found if they're loyal to you, they'll stick with you. And uh, so folks that aren't paying attention to this today, when they go to find the Gen Xers and add them to your file, that they, they might already be loyal to other organizations. So key message, now's the time. Now's the time to, to go out and try to speak to this group and cultivate them. All right, Dara, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for the opportunity. My pleasure. Dara Royer, Chief Development and Marketing Officer for Mercy Corps. She's at DaraJoy22. Thank you for loving Fundraising Fundamentals. Are you listening to Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio? It's big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. It's my weekly one-hour podcast going way beyond fundraising to help you with all the issues that small and mid-sized shops struggle with, like social media, board relations, marketing communications, technology, volunteer management, all the, event, all the fundraising topics, and, and a lot more. We've got over 10,000 listeners each week. And info is at TonyMartinetti.com. B 
Be with me next month for Fundraising Fundamentals.